it's time to play ball. Welcome to the podcast with no limits. Whether it be sports, current events, or random thoughts, this is the place to step in and stay a while. Your host is a proud alumnus of Rio Hondo Prep, a former minor league baseball umpire, and a man with strong opinions. Welcome to the Get Home Safe podcast and your host, Matt Hersema. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Get Home Safe. It is Monday morning when you're listening to this. So good morning to everybody out there. I know it's been a shorter week of shows. Last week, no Bill Barnes on the weekly Wednesday weigh-in, but we did have a fantastic guest on Friday, Dave Carson Sr. It was great hearing from him and talking to him about his life through uh uh, Kerry Youth League, his time there, uh, his wonderful family, of course. If you haven't had a chance, definitely go check that out. Uh, Mr. Dave Carson Sr., last Friday, our, uh, our guest that we have. New guests every Friday, as you guys are aware. But, uh, you know, no Bill Barnes, at least for the time being, on Wednesdays. So uh, we, I might take a break uh, just to let you guys know here off the bat. Uh, on Wednesdays and just do a Monday, Friday show. But uh, I also might sneak in a, an episode here or there. So I'll, I'll get to more of that later. But today's Monday when you guys are hearing this. It's actually Sunday morning here for me uh, recording. A uh, little tired, little tired. I stayed up late watching the USC game, got home from work, uh, watched the end of the real Hondo game or no bit. Yeah, well, it's second half because I watched the first half on my phone. And then uh, Valerie and I watched a, a movie or show or whatever. And then I, I dove into the USC game very late, hadn't known the score and recorded it and probably didn't start it till after 10 o'clock. So uh, it went pretty late. Uh, I kind of wish I had not watched it <laughs> because SC uh, blew it, looked bad. First time in 61 years that Oregon State wins in the Coliseum. So uh, congrats to Jonathan Smith, the head coach of Oregon State, a former Glendora High product. So uh uh, he's doing big things, but SC is just, I mean, it's over. It, this has got to be a low point. I know there's been some awful moments throughout its history, but this is, this is bad. This is really, really bad interim coach. I don't know how much you can expect, but uh, it is what it is. I'll talk a little bit about that with head coach Mark Carson today from Rio Hondo prep. It's a Monday edition of the podcast here in the fall. So we're doing a real Hondo prep football show, much like we've been doing the past few weeks. Uh, Rio comes off a, 44 to nine victory over Linfield Christian that was actually played last night, Saturday night. So uh, coach Carson, very dedicated to the podcast. He uh, takes that long bus ride home, almost an hour, probably an hour and a half to get home. And then uh, wants to jump on here on the podcast uh, briefly before he's got to get off to go get donuts for, for the, uh, the Carson girls there, a Sunday morning tradition. So uh, very dedicated family man and very dedicated to the podcast is coach Carson that we will get to here shortly. Um, I've been encouraging you guys, to send in voicemails, emails regarding the uh, Real Hondo Prep team. We want to make this very fan interactive, uh, especially the alumni. You know, guys are able to watch the real games now from afar on Facebook Live. I think it's awesome. And I think more people have paid attention who maybe otherwise would not. And so uh, why not talk real football and stimulate some conversation? But we did hear from two alumni that you will hear on the podcast today, their voices. They sent in voicemails, very happy about it. My good friend, Bill Ritter from the class of 2003 has a kicking question for Mark Carson. Uh, Bill, Bill Ritter, a four-year a kicker. He came up in the playoffs actually as a freshman 
uh, to kick some extra points because they were so desperate for somebody. Uh, and and Bill, uh, great, great work ethic from, from Bill. They should have brought his holder up too. I'm just saying. But uh, anyway, uh, Bill Ritter has a great question for, for Mark. And then uh, Landon Goodwell, I believe still the all-time leading rusher at Rio Hondo Prep, class of 05, uh, played on the 04 uh, runner-up team and, of course, was a teammate of mine as a sophomore uh, and as a freshman as well. Landon played in the as a freshman in the playoffs for us and did great things, won a championship his freshman year. So 2001 champs, indeed a couple of, a couple of teammates of mine, they sent in voicemails for coach and Landon of course uh, was watching closely because Rio was playing his old college coach, Deshaun Burns. Uh, Sorry, coach. Uh, Coach Burns has been a friend of the podcast has come on here a couple of times. The cares really put it on him last night and uh, he's not joining us today, but uh, we are going to be joined Hopefully, I haven't talked to him yet. Mark set this up. We're supposed to be joined by Rohanda quarterback Damian Diaz, senior quarterback, and recently sworn in academy president at Rio Hondo. So a lot going on from Damian. Hopefully he's able to get out of bed this morning and, and chat with me uh, briefly. I know he's probably tired, as is coach. So uh, let's get right to that. I will say, uh, before we do that, I have some opinions on uh, some of the sporting events from over the weekend, specifically in boxing, Anthony Joshua, the former heavyweight champion, goes down to Alexander Usyk. Uh, just incredible, a- a- amazing. I-, I I can't say it enough. It really it took away from a fight that I was ho- hoping for, hoping to see down the road in Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua. But more of that later. I will have more of. Uh, I will probably have NFL reactions for you guys as well as college football. I want to talk about that uh, a big uh, upset in boxing, one of the biggest in years. Uh, well. Uh, until except for Anthony Joshua's previous former upset when he was upset by Andy Ruiz. Anyway, we'll get into all that, get into that and much, much more maybe on a Wednesday edition where I just talk some sports, but today I want to get to our weekly guest head football coach, Mark Carson, and talk about the great win on the road at Linfield Christian Saturday night, 44 to nine as real hondo prep improved to five and zero on the young season. So let's get right to it. Here is head football coach, Mark Carson. Okay, we're joined again by coach Mark Carson. He's got uh, a rowdy house this morning. They're probably really hungry. Look forward to some donuts or something. I don't know, coach. Uh, Mark, a 44 to nine victory last night over Linfield Christian. How are you feeling? And uh, oh, good morning, by the way. Oh, good morning. Yeah, feel good. Uh, We got, yeah, cousin uh, David Daniel, my brother's son over here today. So it's. They got up bright and early, and it's rowdy in the house already. But, um, yeah, feeling good. Uh, good one last night. Um, got back around midnight. And, uh, yeah, fun bus ride home, obviously. Yeah, a lot, lot better with a victory and uh, probably less traffic late at night. So got back at midnight. You're up bright and early here for the, for the podcast, Mark. Can't thank you enough. Uh, and I think uh, everyone wants to know off the bat who watched the game last night, uh, probably the biggest concern coming out of that was the health of, uh, of one, uh, Ryan McCullough take us through, first of all, were there any other injuries and then what can you tell us about, uh, Ryan's injury? Yeah, nothing but the, the normal, um, Knicks and, you know, that you experience every football game, everyone's pretty healthy. Um, yeah, Ryan's going to be fine. Um, yeah, he stayed down for a minute. Uh, but, um, I won't specify the injury just because um, we don't want uh, we don't want our opponents trying to target him or anything. But <laughs> but uh, 
he was, yeah, he's going to be fine. And, and if it was a um, tighter game or a big game, playoff game or something, uh, our medical team, who's great, Dr. Fairley, Dr. Walsh, were both on site. You know, they would have let him go. But, but considering the halftime score, um, they, they recommended just shoving him for the rest of the night. And so that's what we did. Yeah. And again, uh, without going into details, uh, the play was just super awkward into the half. It just a total, unfortunately, that's how a lot of these injuries are in football. It's something weird. That's like, really, yeah. did that just happen? It's always the weird stuff. Anyone like, like us, like you and myself, who's been watching football a long time. It seems like that's when they always happen. Just like a weird play. And when it's the normal flow of the game it never happened but when it's and you can just say oh man it didn't look right like, yeah friendly fire i mean you know there's just all, all kinds of elements to it that uh, anyway we won't get into it hope he's good that's good and good to know that's something we haven't talked about mark is your uh is your medical staff really i mean for the size of the school real hondo has got an incredible uh medical staff dr walsh uh jeff fairly i mean What's it like to have specifically those two guys, two former CIF champions as well, two tough football players who are kind of your medical guys? Now, yeah, how are you? Yeah, cause it's great. Um, and, and then you throw in um, Dr. Jason Starris, who, who uh, is, uh, yeah, is, is a resident right now and uh, in the middle of 80-hour weeks, so he can't always be on the sideline. But um, when he can be there, he comes too. And they're all just like um, – Obviously, super bright guys, um, tough in their own right that they, in that they play, which is cool. So they understand what the guys are going through, and um, tops in their field. You know, yeah. super, you know, great guys. And so um, it, it's reassuring, I think, to our our parents, especially knowing that we have really good, dedicated medical um, on the sideline for every game. And um, it's cool for us coaches because we know they play, they get it. And they aren't gonna they aren't gonna hold the guy out unless they really think they should hold the guy out. And they'll they'll just shoot straight with us and and um knowing that they have complete control over any decisions like that um uh is cool, I think reassuring for our parents, but we know they're gonna make good decisions. So uh we love those guys, we really appreciate them coming and they you know, Dr. Walsh will ask, you know, 10 months in advance, hey, can you give me the schedule? I gotta make my work schedule and pay my yeah yeah we'll give it to you dr walsh as soon as we got it so it's it's cool only at rio man it's it's special that's awesome and yeah you're you're right you're not going to get i've been around a lot of uh, medical staffs uh you know being a referee for so long and and i've seen some medical personnel you know it's like wait what's wrong oh his fingernail came off oh well he can't play anymore you know but no it's <laughs> nice to have two two guys like that who would be like uh he's fine he's got toughen up but also they're not going to overstep either and, and you know always be uh, for safety, not to mention, I know he doesn't really do it uh, much more, but I mean, your offensive coordinator, Randy Johnson, we've given him a ton of praise, uh, a, 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 an athletic trainer. So if something goes down at practice, maybe, I mean, uh, the yeah. cares, the cares are taken care of. Yeah. Yeah. He's at every practice, obviously. And uh, he's a great trainer. He actually does our um, taping before the game, you know, so, amazing. Uh, you know, while the rest of us coaches are kind of just chilling, chit chatting on the sideline, waiting for guys to get ready. Uh, Mr. Johnson's in there taping. So, um, yeah. Yeah, good job. He, he, he diagnosed, he diagnosed me, uh, and a couple of my teammates a, a time or two with wussitis, you know, said, uh, toughen up. Let's you're fine. Uh, so no, he, no, all kidding aside, he's great. So, uh, th- yeah, not something I necessarily thought we'd talk about, but, but here we are, uh, Mark, I got a, I got a surprise for Well, not a surprise. I've been promoting this, um, 
for the past few weeks. We got some voicemails for you calling in to Coach Carson. Let's do uh, it. Let's do it. We got two from two Rio alums. The first from Landon Goodwill, who, you know, uh, this game tonight or last night was pretty important to him playing Coach Burns. So uh, first we'll hear from him uh, from the class of 2005, CIF champion, champion in 2001. And is Landon still the all-time leading rusher at Rio? Yeah, I believe so. Okay, we don't want to pub him up too much. You got to catch him, <laughs> J- JG or, or Geo. But uh, anyway, here we go. Let's let's hear from uh, from Landon Goodwell for coming to us from uh, Chandler, Chandler, Arizona. Anyway, the Phoenix area. Here you go, Coach. Coach Carson, great win tonight. Thanks for putting it on those Linfield Lions. I don't have to hear it from Coach Burns anytime soon. But, hey, I wanted to ask you, um, I've noticed that you guys are just dominating teams this year, and uh, it's not even fair almost out there on the field. Do you attribute that to having the extra time due to COVID, canceling the season last year? Did you guys take advantage of it in the off season? a few more practices, a little bit more focus on the small things, getting the squad together? Or are you guys just flat out more talented than the teams you've played so far? I uh, just wonder if other teams were able to or took it took it as serious as you guys did in the offseason with the extra time, if you guys just took advantage of it more than other teams did. But anyway, great game tonight. Great win. Go Rio. Thanks, Landon. Coach, your your uh, your reaction. Hey, great to hear from you, Landon. Thanks for checking in. Um, man, that's a really good question. First of all, this is a very talented group. So, um, yes, we're, we're probably more talented. Most of the teams we've been playing, um, that's probably going to change in the next few weeks though. So stay tuned for that. And as far as our preparation, you know, I think people look at those games that, that we've played, um, so far this season, you know, we're five and oh, and you actually make it look, making it look easy. Um, but the preparation and for our guys, you know, a lot of schools, um, during the pandemic, um, kind of put their, their football program on the shelf and, um, we did it. And, and we were one of the, probably the few schools around that we kept, um, coming. Now we had to, you know, um, go through the whole rigmarole of COVID and, and, and have guys, uh, screened and all that and keep distance when you had to, especially at the beginning. Um, but, but our guys kept coming. So it seemed like we've been doing football for a year and a half. And, and um, you know, and the amount of work, of work they put in, um, in the offseason, COVID and non-COVID, um, you know, the game, while the games look easy, that was not easy, you know. And, and so our guys should really be credited for really their perseverance, their resilience during that time. Because it was always like, guys, we don't know if we're going to have a season. We might, we might not. Um and then we ended up having the little mini season at the end of the spring. And then that just rolled into baseball. And then we were right back in football. So it's almost like we've been in football mode for a year and a half. And, and we've had to do some things to keep it fresh and keep it fun. But um, And so we can just go. And so even like this week where it was uh, science camp week for half our class or half our team. Um, so we didn't have a practice together all, all, all week. We go out and we're executing. And we were kind of worried about that. And we're executing and we're hitting and um, took good care of the ball. And um, that's really just a credit to the guys and the fact that, you know, we sold it the best we could 
hey guys, we might have a season, uh, you know, but really they, they, they were, we didn't know, no one knew, but they were um, game for it regardless. And, and so really credit to them and credit to their parents for trusting, trusting the coaching staff and the school at Rio that we were doing things right. And, um, and so, yeah, I think it has paid off and, and um, you see, you kind of see the results on, on Friday and Saturday nights. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, you and I talked a few times during that, that long stretch of time and just how challenging it was. It's a tribute to the coaching staff too, Mark. I mean, you guys are humble about it, but you really did lead those guys along the way, pushing them to do whatever they could, whether it was in the weight room or uh, playing, playing, practicing without a ball, whatever, whatever the crazy restrictions were. Uh, but you can really tell the difference. And I knew with the lack of practice already for some of these schools that, um, you guys were going to excel more. You haven't done anything that other teams could not really be doing, right? I mean, you you did what you guys could, and, and it's a tribute to your success. Yep, just did what we could. Yeah, man, it's crazy when you start replaying it. Like, even we would do passing drills or whatever, and you had to, at that point, the, the, the rule said, the guidance was you had to, like, spray down the balls between each pass. And so we'd have a guy – you know, one of the coaches would get the ball, spray it, wipe it down, and give it to the – and it was – yeah, it was crazy. But wow. we did what we had to do. And, um, and yeah, I, it's cool. The coolest thing is just to see the kids get rewarded and, and having a lot of fun on the field. And um, thank goodness we had a season. And, uh, yeah, it's just cool that they, they got kind of rewarded for their perseverance. And, oh, definitely. Uh, hard- yeah, they've, they, there's been this hunger, you could tell, you building up for this buffet when we get into this buffet, but they've, you know, and they finally have got to it and, and they're just uh, devouring it. So it's awesome to see. Um, and, and in future shows, maybe even a little today, even I would like to get into kind of the, the behind the scenes of the program a little bit. Like it used to just be Mark. Hey, you showed up in August, two weeks before the season. I hopefully you guys ran a few miles uh, in building up to the season and away we go. But now, because other competitive programs are successful at this as well, it has become more of a, not necessarily year round, but a lot more goes into a football season than just a few weeks in August. Right. Yeah, we do. Um, yeah. The off season training um, and we're looking forward to doing it. This will be our first year with our new weight room and stuff, but um, you know, we just know we got to keep working. And so even when they're playing other sports, they're in the weight room and kind of a year round training program and it, it helps them in the other sports too. Don't get me wrong, but, but just kind of to keep up, we got to do that. And um, the guys, you know, um, it's credit to them for just doing it and, and you know, taking it on. And um, so it's, it's mainly credit to those guys, but yeah, we got to do that. But I mean, the other thing really with the, even the whole pandemic and all that is just the, the psychological side of all of it. And these kids going through something that none of us adults have ever gone through and being able to handle that, I think is, a, is uh, something that they're all kind of um, be able to hang their hat on for the rest of their life. Like, man, I got through it. Mm-hmm. And, and the value of that, I think can't be underestimated. Oh, definitely. And that weight room is first class, Mark, you, uh, you gave me and a, a few other guys the tour of it a few weeks ago and man, yeah, Rio Hondo's in good shape. It's a lot different than that that the bench press shed we had below the scoreboard, uh, you know, 10, 20 years ago, but yep. quality, quality, uh, weight room. And, uh, man, you really, that you had plenty of time to do that during the pandemic to, uh, 
Yeah. Make yep. some progress. Look yep. sharp. Yep. Yep. So. The, the alumni would be happy, uh, pleased with all that. So, and, and of course, no couches. We, I talked about that with Gio Ortega last week. Did you get a chance to hear that or, or, or hear, hear his comments? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he said, yeah, he, I like that. He said, yeah, we got some more stuff planned. So we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> You're we'll going to yeah. gonna feel the wrath of Coach Carson, Gio. Don't do, don't do it. It, it's, it. It's such a fun group. Great group of guys. The senior, the seniors are, are an awesome group. And uh, it, it, it's, if they were, if they were punks or if they weren't putting the work, then, then this kind of, you know, stuff like that, they pull would be another thing, but they're great guys and super respectful and all that. And so it's, it's a it's a fun uh, vibe we have with the staff and the guys and, and it's, it. yeah yeah uh, you got to remember I mean it's hard it's hard to for, forget really that uh, we were all 16 17 year old 15 year olds one time too so uh, there's a lot worse things we uh, we <laughs> could be doing or did do and all that um, speaking of Geo Geo had uh, three touchdowns last night three different ways uh, he, re- he had a rushing touchdown for uh, uh let's see here 50, a 52 yard rushing touchdown a 24 yard uh, uh reception for a touchdown and an 80 yard punt return for a touchdown white team still kicked to him i don't know um yeah. great performance from him that first touchdown pass an outstanding route and, and an even better throw i thought uh to really set the tone yeah great throw by damien and you could tell they were loading up the box to uh stop the run and uh very feisty and it was good. They hit. And so, um, uh, coach Johnson obviously recognized that early went up top and yeah, you know, to score is that right after a turnover? I think that, I think that was right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it, uh, it's deflating, you know, when you think you, you're, you're getting some stops and then just go over the top and geos. Yeah. He's just so fast and so fun to watch. Um, <clears throat> it's cool. It was yeah. cool. Great having him on the program last I, week. Oh, go ahead. I, yeah, I agree on the punt return. I don't know why you would kick to us. And uh, that's obviously our hope is that um, we, he gets enough of those on tape that they stop kicking to us and just either go for it and then we get great field position or they just kick it out of bounds 20 yards and then we get great field position. So, yeah. Either, but, either way, you're winning. A lot of options there. A lot of options. Kick, yeah, yeah. That is great. But, no, uh, Damian Diaz, he's supposed to join us. You gave me his number, and uh, he's supposed to join us today on the program as well. Senior quarterback. Recently sworn in Academy president. I, I again, I thought that throw he made a uh, little under pressure. Even he kind of waited an extra half second and really put that thing on the pylon. Yeah, yeah, it was a great throw. Um, I think he probably got hit afterwards too. And yeah, they were bringing a lot of pressure, so uh, it was good for him to see that throw under under duress. And uh, that's one thing we did do during during this week is we still threw and and guys kept their timing down, kept sharp. So that was good. Well, uh, Mark, I, I'm a, I can't believe uh, the numbers here when you look at it. They do great work at 210 Prep Sports, by the way, with articles for, for you guys. But you outrushed Linfield 268 to negative one. You couldn't even let those, those Lions have a yard. I love it, Mark. Uh, great defense and, of course, uh, incredible running attack from you guys. Yeah, um, guys were flying around. Um, Coach Burns, their scheme is really good. They're going to be fine. They're, they're a young group. And so uh, we, we got a, we already rescheduled for next year. They're coming to us. And so um, I think they're going to be just fine out there, but um, you know, they're a young group. We're a very senior lading group. And um, you add that in to, to, you know, just being a good team and our preparation and you kind of see the, see the results. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And, and um, 
how briefly how was coach burns uh before and after the game if you saw him before i'm not sure but but after the game uh you know landon's very proud of the cares for for uh taking it to his his former coach did he have anything to say specifically after the game um no just congratulations right um man it's tough after you know you get blown out like that you don't really don't want to chit chat sure. so i think get to his team but he was very cool before the game uh you probably see it on film they have a brand new brand new um surface there playing surface and it was really nice uh for probably the best um best whatever you call it artificial grass that that i, I that we've played on and uh they just put it in this year so it's really good and so um sure. nice down there they had a really good vibe huge crowd out on their home side um and you know great food it was just a cool setup for them and and i think uh, you can see they got it going on and they're going to be just fine down in temecula um you know once this group they have gets gets uh gets going so yeah well it's, it's a football hotbed down there uh really really good yeah. uh, athletes and uh, programs and and that's the thing mark with with them it seems like there's an actual program. You can have a football team and you have a football program. There's a big difference. And it's all the little things, you know, I heard, uh, on the, on the video, the, I mean, the cheerleaders, the, the, the DJ, the, the, the crowd, I mean, they, they were into the game, even though they're getting blown out and uh, a good vibe down there for sure. Yeah. Great setup. Great setup. And, uh, really organized and take, you know, first class operations. So, um, yeah, they, they got a great program, a fun, a fun little relationship there. Uh, you keep, you keep making, uh, 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 you know, these, these good relationships with coaches and teams that are far away, you know, Boron and Linfield. Yeah. So uh, it makes for some fun road trips, I guess. Um, let me see here. Uh, you talked about Damien. you know what I want to talk about briefly, Mark, I do have another voicemail for you later, uh, from yeah. my good friend, Bill Ritter from the class of 03. Um, but I want to talk about in the game, I saw some guys uh, that maybe we don't mention their names a whole lot that I thought stood out um, with some of their effort, some of their great plays. Um, you, you know, you can look uh, look to uh, Calvin Johnson. I mean, he ran the ball eight times for 82 yards, and I know he he, he gets some uh, passes here and there too, but who else did I write wrote down? Um, uh, oh, two guys uh, in particular stood out to me. Josh Tafflinger, Royal Young. Uh, very active. It, I felt like their name was called uh, a little bit more than usual. I mean, uh, you know, the other guys get the headlines, but I mean, what do you make of uh, those two guys or three guys that I mentioned? Yeah. Calvin obviously did a great job. His uh, he's Mr. Versatility. He's our Swiss army knife can play really anywhere on the field, literally on offense and defense. Um, and he starts, but he's our backup also in multiple spots. So it's good. Good to hit him, get, get some carries and get a touchdown there late. Um, and then, yeah, Tafflinger, he's out on the field. He, he's our first linebacker in, um, and, uh, he's, he's only a sophomore, but big dude, physical. He's going to be really good, really good player. And then, yeah, Royal Lung is part of our, uh, to me, our, our, our D line, which is this, you know, maybe the strength of our team, um, between him, Paul Elena, and, and of course, Ryan McCullough, you have big guys, but they're also um, fast. And, and, you know, usually our D lines, one or the other, small and quick or, or big and slow to get guys who are big and fast. It's just incredible. And these guys, all three of them can run. Like even when we're training and they're running forties uh, or doing two hundreds, they're near the front of the group. And, and you got some pretty good athletes that they're competing with there. And, um, 
So those guys, and it's just so fun to watch them run people down, quarterbacks down, or, or run plays down from the backside, and um, great effort, like you said. Man. And, and so not only are they, you know, big and fast, but they get great effort. And so, man, the, the passing offenses we're going to see in our league, um, we're counting on those guys big time. Because um, you can't you can't necessarily pressure with five six guys like we'd like to um, when when the QB is throwing the ball quick and you got to have guys back in the backside to cover and so we're going to count on those guys and they're, they're going to be really the difference in the game if they can get to the quarterback and pl- apply pressure without without sending a lot of guys. So well, no, it's, it's just nice to see effort from guys uh, in an extra type of effort because you can coach it all you want. Ultimately, effort is a personal choice. It's, it's the one thing you can control, and it's just great to see kids motivated, uh, again, that don't get the press clippings that other guys do, that do the dirty work, that are hustling, because it takes an entire team. It takes, uh, you know, 22 positions on a field, and, and, of course, that's probably your entire roster is 22, whatever it is, 25 guys. So, uh, no, I love seeing that from, uh, from guys. Uh, I, in, in the blowout games, you get a little bit of your younger guys in as well, not so many JV games this year, some – one of my favorite plays late in the game was like, I think it was like all three of them were freshmen, maybe gang tackling this, this varsity player for uh, Linfield, uh, Colby Johnson uh, lineman. He, he blocked an extra point. That was great to see. So uh, a lot of blowouts, you get a lot of young guys getting some, some playing time as well. Right. Yeah. That's the benefit. Yeah. Without a, a long uh, or a long JV schedule, a big JV schedule. It's good that those guys are getting some reps and it's good for them to get rewarded you know, get, get their name called, get out there on a Friday night in front of a big crowd. And, uh, um, it's cool for them. So they've kind of missed out on the traditional JV season and a lot of programs are struggling without lower level teams. And, um, you know, we, we would have a hard time doing that, uh, a full lower level schedule, but it's good for them to get out and, um, they're going to be, they're going to be the guys next year and moving forward. So, um, it's good for them. Yeah. Experience indeed. Uh, I, we all remember that first varsity game as a sophomore in the playoffs or whatever. If you, I, I remember I, the first time I got experience and Mr. There was someone wasn't in on an extra point. I was a sophomore, Mr. Dane turned, he grabbed me and threw me in. I was like a, a guard on an extra point or something. Uh, my first ever Rio play. I don't even think they rushed, but I was ready. I was ready, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, was your brother Todd in town? Uh, I think he mentioned he was in town for the game and his son's over there, I think. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. They came in town and they're heading back up today, but yeah, they were in town. They got here Thursday night. Um, uh, went to a game Friday down in Orange County, saw the CJ Bazuzzi play down at Elisa Miguel and then, uh, hung out, uh, here yesterday. And then, yeah, went down to, uh, to Linfield. So good what's, football. Uh, what's, uh, what's Todd's thoughts on the games? Did you talk to him or is he, uh, is he close by? Maybe he can uh, share a few thoughts. I don't even. Yeah, he, is. he is. Oh, he he's... is. Oh, Oh, he's right here. Yeah, he just heard that. Oh, yeah, he just said you guys look look even better in person than you do on Facebook Live. So <laughs> definitely, I, I love. Oh, hey, a special appearance by Todd Carson, guys. Look at this, suited oh, up. How those Rams gonna do against Tom Brady today? I don't know, man. I got my London Fletcher jersey on, coming out of the archives. They got to play some defense today against the the greatest ever. So we'll see. They'll probably lose by thirty. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so yeah, like you said, just seeing those guys live uh, is is amazing. They're they're so good. I mean, um, I don't think they did. I don't think they missed a tackle. Um, and you know, you can talk about individual players, but really, 
what I got from watching them from the sideline is they play like they, uh, they love the game and they love each other. And uh, I think that's, you know, the coaching staff uh, has obviously done a really, really good job. And, um, you know, it's, it's a really, really great team. So, yeah, it was, it was just a joy to be there, a joy to see uh, this group. And, um, you know, that offense is unstoppable. <laughs> and <laughs> as soon as Mark figures out what's going on, they, you know, they, the other team is, you know, un, they, they're stoppable. <laughs> yeah. Unstoppable versus stoppable. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's an exciting team. I hope they get into the playoffs in a reasonable you know, a reasonable division because they'll win it all. So, yeah, good, to see you. good, to be, good stuff, uh, Todd. Thanks for t- thanks for stopping in, man. That's that's awesome. Special, all the special guest appearance today. Special yeah. guest appearance. Uh, you know, I had the the miss the, the patriarch Carson, Mister Carson Senior, on the pod on Friday. I don't know if you guys get a chance to hear him, but uh, man, he was a lot of fun to chat with. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, he actually had some nice words to say about you two guys, which I found just so. Uh, so crazy, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I got another no, it's cool. Matt, cool thing you're doing. You're creating like an archive of all these stories and people. And so just segue here, but you're doing an awesome job at that. And, uh, you know, this stuff is, it's, it's like timeless and it's priceless dude. So uh, I know a lot of people really appreciate it. So thank you. Oh man. I, I, I appreciate everyone tuning in and, and I, I'm glad people like, like it because I love doing this and, uh, it's getting harder and harder this morning was a little rough getting up at seven 30 after I stayed up. I won't tell you how long watching that abysmal performance at the Coliseum. Uh, I recorded the game and I didn't know any results. So I watched it like I was watching it live, pulling my hair out and uh, Hey, congrats to Jonathan Smith, Glendora high product, but, but man, the Trojans. Oh, I'm glad I missed it. Yeah. Yeah. But here we are cup of coffee Rams Jersey. I'm ready to go. Quick turnaround. Uh, Anything for the podcast. Hey, Mark, another question for you. I want to get to you before you got to run off from Bill Ritter. And maybe Todd has a has an answer to this question. I don't know. But, uh, you know, my good friend, Bill, a little little different, little different cat. He lives up in Portland now. And uh, I love him. He and I are are a little different, but uh, nothing wrong with that. Bill actually was a kicker as well as wide receiver and DB. But uh, played as a kicker as a freshman, came up in the playoffs. And, uh, because that team couldn't find a kicker for whatever reason. So, uh, Bill, <laughs> Bill got a few extra points. You, you were coaching the, uh, the, uh, freshman or JV team back then and working with us. I thought they should have brought up the entire unit, me and Devin, uh, you know, the holder, but Hey, whatever. Right. Anyway, Bill has a, a kicking question for you, coach. Listen to this. Great. Great. She know. <laughs> What's up? It's Ritter 2003. Uh, much love to you down there doing the thing with Rio Hondo. Really excited to get the updates on Matt's podcast. Shout out Matt, get home safe. Y'all are already watching it, so I don't need to shout it out. I just have one <laughs> one important question for you, Coach Carson. Uh, I already know who's number one, so we won't even bring that up. I'm pulling a Larry Bird here, but who is the second best kicker in Rio Hondo prep history? Let me know what you think. Much love. Good luck to the cares down there. Uh, yeah. I'll talk to you all soon. Thanks, Bill. Um, hope all's well up north. 
Uh, great question. Man, I, I, you know, you guys, like you said, uh, Matt, uh, that was like my first first assignment at Rio was a JV special teams coach. And <laughs> I don't know if there's a unit in history, for sure JV, that practiced as much PATs as we did and field goals. And so, um, yeah, that was that was fun. Well, man, just great memories thinking about those days. Um, but well, yeah, think- because we got to go after we we make ten in a row or whatever, and then we we'd always simulate. Okay, this for the CIF championship, and and then yeah. we'd always end up in your car. You had those towels because you were really, uh, you know, protective of your your brand new car. Uh, I may have broken a cup holder of yours by accident, but yeah, you take us up to 7-Eleven and as typical high school kids, we'd get like a 64 ounce of, uh, of Coca-Cola and uh, Choco dials. You introduced those to me. So uh, yeah, great nutrition, great memories from, uh, you got to yeah. start somewhere, JV specialty. That's right. Yeah. And, 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 you know, you get, you get high school guys that to do anything for a trip to 7-Eleven. Oh yeah. You know. Okay. Yeah. We're going to 7-Eleven. Yeah, I'll do it. And so, uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, Bill, obviously number one, um, but man, we've had some good kickers. Um, it's funny because at Rio, you rarely have a guy who just kicks. It's yeah. usually always um, a guy who's playing somewhere else. I do remember, though, our uh, 2012 uh, championship team, we actually did have a guy who pretty much just kicked, and that was Aaron Gutkin, and he was really, really good, uh, both on, on kickoffs and uh, PAT field goal. Um, actually had a kicking net on the sideline, which wasn't, yeah. uh, you know, didn't see that too often at real. We, yeah. 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 We still have that net by the way, but, oh. um, yeah, yeah. And so, um, he was really good. Um, man, you got to harken back to like old days. I remember there's a, uh, Mark Acosta. I remember watching him as a kid, he, he'd boot a kickoff through the uprights. So I'm guessing he was pretty good. Um, I just remember that as a kid seeing that. Um, a kickoff. Now I was eight man football, but sailing through the upright was pretty impressive. That's 60 yards. Yeah. Pretty impressive. Yeah. So um, he was good. Craig Clayman, obviously with the clutch, clutch field goals in the CIF championship. Got to have him up there. Um, The pressure man of making an extra point uh, late with under a minute left or whatever. I I can't imagine I'd be shaking so much. Yeah. All that, that goes into pressure. Yeah. It's, it looks easy until yeah, the game's on the line and then it's tied and you got to make it. So, uh, so Bill did say this, Bill texted me as well. He said, Let the those guys. And then. Oh, we, did we break up for a second? Oh, sorry, Mark. Left or right. What'd you say? I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, I lost so, that. uh, so, so Bill, uh, did text me and, and say this, he said, let, let the record show that the correct answer for number one is not me. It's Sergio Villalobos. Uh, <laughs> who was a three-time CIF champ. And yeah, he used to kick it up, kickoffs through the, uh, through the uprights as well. But uh, yeah, three, three CIF champs from Sergio who also played quarterback. So, so Bill's being humble. He, he really did want to know who was number two, but yeah. Bill, Bill's maybe one, a one B up there, Bill Ritter. Yeah. One, a one B Sergio was great. Um, uh, more recently, um, the Lane brothers, Jake and Anderson Lang, who came to us uh, with a vast soccer experience growing up. So uh, circuit and they were really good kickers um uh and then we've had them a blessed to have them the last four years one of the two brothers and so they were great um, our kicker this year trevor scott played some soccer growing up and uh he's he's solid and and he's playing um, wide receiver and and db for us too so um they're good and yeah it's 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 one of those things that you got to find a guy that's already playing to do it um but it's super valuable so it's, it's an important part of the game. 
Yeah, you really can't use the kicking net when you got you know you got a middle linebacker or a uh, uh, wide receiver <laughs> running over to the sideline to get a practice kick in. <laughs> Yeah, hey, you can use halftime or something. Yeah, that's about hey, it. I know it's a weird question, but I thought about this the other day. With such a small roster, do you have an emergency kicker, an emergency holder? I mean, do you think that far ahead? I mean, who would be the backup kicker for you guys if, if it came down to it? Um, yeah, we do. And um, Drew Ortega is is both emergency punter and emergency kicker. Got it. Got it. Okay. You know, I guess the guy can do it all. Just a great <laughs> Yeah, well, I I did not think I'd get a, a kicker. Well, I guess I did if Bill was going to contribute that. I he Bill's Bill Bill's Bill's a great basketball player. Bill Bill's a kicker. Bill, I mean, you know, kickers are different. Maybe maybe not so much a real. Yeah, <laughs> different mentality. Great wide yeah. receiver too. Bill Bill could, if I threw yeah. it up high, Bill would go get it. Great athlete. Yeah, yeah, go up and get it for sure. Well, well, thanks, Bill Ritter and Landon Goodwell for sending in voicemails. Uh, this was really fun to be able to do this and almost like callers calling into coach Carson. What'd you think of this, uh, this new concept? Yeah, I liked it. It was cool. It was cool. Um, the other kicker we didn't mention was our one lefty in the group, uh, Trevor Fincham. Oh yeah. He was one of the first guys I remember watching where like a kicking a field, an actual field goal, not an extra point was like a real threat. And he had some range for sure. Yeah. And he made one in the Oh five CIF championship. The game Um, winner, the game winner. Yeah, game winner beat Campbell Hall of all teams 10 to 7 and it was his field goal so yeah can't forget can't forget Trevor no absolutely three-year uh three-year three-year starter I think and a, a kicker yeah sophomore sophomore year uh was that 05 uh, championship uh team so good stuff Mark man we t- talked to kicking game we talked about the medical staff and everything uh good stuff as always appreciate you taking the time out of your Sunday morning now you gotta get off to uh to dad duties and of course uh church I'm sure right Yep. Yep. And then, uh, looking forward to that game today with the, uh, the bucks, Matt. Yeah. I can't wait more coffee needed for sure to fire me up. I did hear from Damien. Uh, I, 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 I like this guy already, Mark, you know what he responded to me? He said, yes, this is Damien. Good morning, Mr. Hersema. Wow. <laughs> what a respectful uh, what? young man. Respectful young man. Great guy. Yeah. <laughs> with him. He he's, uh, He's a crack up, you know, the funniest guy on the team and uh, dry humor, really quick witted. So you'll, you'll have fun with him. He sounds so familiar, man. A senior quarterback, dry sense of humor, academy president. I'm, I mean, I'm yeah, you guys, two peas in a pod. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended in a pod. Ha <laughs> ha. I get it. Mark <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, dad joke there. Uh, but anyway, Mark, uh, have a good uh, week. Uh, we take on, we didn't talk about it, but we you take on, uh, um, Forgive me, Bosco Tech next Saturday uh, at a matinee. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, 10 a.m. We got moved to 10 a.m. So 10 a.m. Saturday. 10 a.m.? Oh, man. Okay, yeah. I will be there. I, that's awesome. I start work at uh, 1.30. I was thinking of swinging by. I will, I, will, I will head out for that game. Yeah, and uh, hey, don't forget, it's another big sports Sunday in the, uh, the Ryder Cup. Good to see our boys. Uh, USA. US, mopping up, mopping up Europe like they should be doing every time around. But uh, good to see that finally happen. Hopefully they... It closed the deal. Today. Yeah, definitely. It's it's fun to watch, man. It's fun to see, you know, individual sports go into this team teams uh, concept and uh, the trash talking is fun. And yeah, just the competition. It makes golf pretty exciting. Yeah, it's, it's cool. It's, it's probably my, definitely my favorite golf event to watch. And uh, yeah, it's super cool. 
and love the passion of the fans and always a beautiful golf course. And uh, I got d- double, t- double TV set up in, in the uh, living room here. So we'll, we'll be watching and uh, it'll be fun. So uh, enjoy that, Mark. Enjoy the, uh, the regular week of practice and we'll talk to you next week. I'll see you. I'll see you Saturday at the, uh, at Bosco. Awesome. Awesome. We'll, we'll get you on the uh, guest list if they ask for one. And, uh, Outstanding. Appreciate it. Yep. All right. Thanks, Matt. Have a good week. Bye, Mark. Thanks again, Mark Carson, for stopping by and for his brother, my good friend, Todd Carson, for stepping in and uh, commenting a little bit on the, the Real Hondo Prep football team. Getting to see them in person, I'm sure, is a, is a real treat. So I'm going to get to do that next week at Bosco Tech, 10 a.m. start. Uh, some coffee for sure and head over there to Rosemead to check that game out. Should be a lot of fun. Uh, Cares improved to 5-0. and on the young season with a 44 to nine victory over Linfield Christian uh, early game next week. And then league play starts. And remember with the gold coast league, I believe it's called um, they're only playing uh, three, I think three teams and really only one of those teams is going to advance to the playoffs because they're not playing paraclete or um, uh, Sierra Canyon, I believe it is. So uh, yeah, some, some real tough games coming up. I know it's weird to hear that when, you know, Rio's been blowing teams out left and right, but I think uh, the, the season is shaping up to be uh, real fun here with games against uh, Campbell Hall, Brentwood, uh, and Viewpoint in league play, of course, with some uh, non-league games against Bosco Tech and Rancho Christian. So a lot of Real Hondo Prep football left uh, halfway through the season, 5-0. and Couldn't ask for better results, but uh, we'll see uh, what is upcoming here for the Cares going to be a lot of fun and, and thanks again to Landon and Bill for, for sending in voice messages. I hope you guys found, found that fun and, and we'll encourage you guys to do the same. And if you don't want your voice heard, I get it. Uh, send in an email. It's fine. That, that works too, but I love the fan interaction. Uh, it definitely keeps this podcast uh, fresh and, and fun. So uh, thanks Mark Carson and Todd Carson. Now we're going to be joined by the Rondo prep senior quarterback, Damian Diaz, who uh, is also the new Academy president. So doing uh some uh, double duty there in leadership areas, of course. So uh, Mark has told me this is an exceptional young man and looking forward to chatting with him. One former senior, well, senior, I was a senior at one point, but one former RHP quarterback to another. Uh, Let's bring him on right now, Mr. Damian Diaz. Okay, we're joined by Damian Diaz, senior quarterback for Rio Hondo Prep, as well as the new academy president for Rio. Damian, good morning. Thanks for joining us. Morning, Matt. Damian, uh, I don't know how much uh, you've listened to the podcast or your teammates do, but did uh, Gio Ortega was on last week. I wanted to talk to some seniors kind of here in the in the next few weeks. Did you listen to to Gio's uh, pod last week? Yeah, I heard him talk about the couch and the locker room. And yeah, I watched. You, you didn't have anything to do with that couch fiasco, did you? Oh, of course not. No. Uh- <laughs> Awesome, man. Awesome. Well, uh, Gio, or that was Gio last week. Excuse me. Sorry, Damien. Uh, anyway, Damien, uh, senior quarterback for Rio. Uh, you also play defense uh, as a corner, uh, uh, defensive back. Uh, you know, you guys played very well last night. You played well all season, a 44 to nine victory at Linfield Christian. Um, how was that long bus ride? And then uh, tell me a little bit about the game as well. Uh, bus ride, it was a little tedious, I think. We were planning on taking a later rest stop to eat, but I'm glad we took an earlier one down in Glendora because a lot of guys need to use the bathroom. So 
it was a good early stop. Then we made it there. Normal, normal routine. And game time came, and they just they just weren't ready for us. No, no, not at all. You guys looked so much faster, really, than them. Um, I was really impressed with your your first touchdown pass to Geo up the up the right sideline. I felt like you waited kind of an extra half second to kind of let him clear, run by uh, the defender. And then you were under a little pressure there. I thought you made a great throw uh, under pressure. Did you get hit after the throw and did you see the touchdown? Uh, I don't, I think on that throw, I didn't get hit to the ground. I think I did get bumps, but yeah, I waited a little cause usually Gio doesn't make turn that route upfield, but he did that time. So I was like, all right, I'll give it a chance. <laughs> Really good throw, and, and you guys have had a lot of those uh, wheel routes. I mean, we're not giving any secret away or anything. It's on film. Teams can see it. But it seems like a lot of times that's like almost the bread and butter, either the wheel, kind of a leading the guy up the sideline or occasionally kind of some uh, shorter routes, like uh, out towards the numbers and such. Do you like kind of throwing the ball to the outside, to the perimeter, getting your guys in space? I mean, I love just hitting athletes in space because, you know, all everyone who catches the ball on our team, they can they can do some damage. Definitely, then, man. Yeah. So if they don't follow, if no one follows you on that wheel route, they're asking for it. So. Yeah, big time. He had another big night last night. Three touchdowns, three different ways. Uh, you you uh, you as well. I mean, what's it like? I, I kind of remember this from my playing days. What's it like being the quarterback of a team that runs the ball so much? Uh, but when you are called upon to throw the ball, it, it could only be a handful of times, but those are like big time plays. So uh, what's it like being the quarterback in a, in a running offense, basically with a, occasional big time pass plays? I mean, the offense with the run game, it makes it real easy on me when I need to complete a pass because the play action works really good. They fall for it almost every time. So I know I have time, good athletes. So yeah, makes it easy on my part. Well, what's important, I don't think guys realize is that uh, the play action and fakes, fakes are important. You've got to make fakes look real. That starts with the linemen and their blocking techniques, but a lot of it has to do with uh, quarterback play. And we didn't throw a whole lot, but you know, running attack, the same thing. I mean, if you watch guys on Sundays, I mean, the best quarterbacks in the game really do carry out uh, play fakes quite well so do you take pride in really making everything look the same and, and really trying to carry out those fakes uh yeah in the game I really try to you know give the the running back that one last look to make him think I handed it off or sometimes I I should be showing the ball but sometimes I don't but I still <laughs> try and get a good fake off yeah, little little things uh, definitely matter. So now you, you're doing great. You look good out there. Uh, talk to me about um, the other quarterback on your team, sophomore Armando Carbajal. He's he's getting some time uh, as well. I mean, what what do you think of his play? And uh, it, it's is I mean, it's not really. I guess you call it a competition uh, if you want. But I mean, you're the senior. You're the leader. Of course, you're getting the bulk of the reps. But what do you what do you make of uh, how Armando's been doing as well? Uh. Definitely as a sophomore, he's been doing great. He's got a he's got a great arm. And then I think he's just learning little little tricks to the offense here and there that you just learn over time. And I think I think he, he's doing good and he'll have great seasons as a junior and senior. 
Yes, yes, of course. But if, but right now, the, his uh, sophomore season, your senior year, uh, definitely got to take advantage of, of what's in front of you right now. Um, you're you're a senior now, Damian, and I mean, has you know the the pin of care song says four short years soon slip away. I mean, do you feel like your high school career? really has flown by. We all can't wait to be seniors. And then all of a sudden you are a senior and it's like, wait a minute, what happened to my life in high school? Yeah, it, it definitely has with injuries. I had, I think sophomore and sophomore year. Yeah. It definitely made football feel short for high school, but I'm still glad I have it. Definitely, man. Uh, and, and Damien last week was a big week for you on uh, Sunday was the a real Hondo prep inaugural Western theme. I saw some photos. You guys look like you're rocking the, uh, the cowboy gear and everything. Uh, you are the, the Academy president. Uh, what was that day like? Were you nervous about, about your speech? I mean, take us through last Sunday, if you will. I mean, that inaugural was probably the most fun inaugural I've had, you know, got to dress up differently. It wasn't really too formal. And then there was dancing. So I was a little nervous until we got on the dance floor before our speeches. So, you know, I kind of put it all out there with JG and all the other guys. And then when it came to my speech, I wasn't really nervous because, you know, I already made myself look like a fool on the dance floor. (laughs) (laughs) That's interesting. Dancing before the ceremony, before the speeches, I would think that would be after. But but to to your credit, like you said, it it loosened you up a little bit. So maybe there's something there. Yeah, definitely. We did. We practiced line dancing during the week so we could do it over there. And then after that, we had a little dance circle going. And that's where. (laughs) Oh, man. Inaugurals are fun, you know, getting the whole school together. And and yeah, just a blast. And not not to mention, after all that, you guys got to enjoy Knott's Berry Farm. Yeah, it was a little packed, but weather was great. And it's just fun to be standing in lines and just talk with your friends. What what was kind of the theme of your speech, if you will, what were some things that uh, you said there that were kind of your goals with going forward in your, your presidential role? Uh, so my overall theme for the Academy was just to try and get everyone to be more flexible, to like get out of your comfort zone, you know, do something you wouldn't normally do to better yourself or others. And yeah, that was basically the topic. Like, if you're not an assistant leader, go to coaching. Maybe you show up to church on Sundays if that's not your usual thing. Uh, just say hi to someone, you know, you pass by that you don't normally say hi to. But yeah, just be more flexible. Get out of your comfort zone. That's a great message, man. And what I what I like about it is that it's not specific just to real Hondo Prep students. We can all learn from that and 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 carry that with us. We can all do a little bit better in life in, in some form or another. So you'll, you'll see that as you uh, expand after high school and go out into this crazy world. Um, are you excited about uh, graduating high school? I mean, it's a few months away, but uh, you have college plans. What's, what's in store for you? I mean, yeah, I'm always excited to move on to the next, next stage in life. So I'm planning on majoring in engineering. I don't know. And I want to say local, but I haven't quite looked into the details yet, but I do know there's some good engineering schools around like Cal Poly. And yeah, I just, I want to take that route and hopefully go from there. 
Nice, man. Sounds like you got uh, some good plans, some good options indeed. And I forgot to ask you, but uh, who gave the, your, the challenge to the president and what was the, the challenge uh, to you uh, before your speech? It was actually my date to that inaugural Madison Mets. And she <laughs> had a good message. She was, she was trying, definitely trying to make me cry, but I wasn't going to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's funny that the, your date is giving you uh, the challenge. I've seen that a few times before. It just works out that way. But yeah, the challenge for those that don't know Rio and in the inaugural, uh, there's a challenge to the president uh, from another student. It just that's just what it's called, or maybe it's changed, but I don't know. Uh, and then after that, the, the newly sworn in president of the academy gets in there and he gives a challenge to the academy. So back to back speech is kind of uh, is, is the, what happens there. And uh, it's been a long time for me, but yeah, inaugurals, inaugurals were always, were always a blast, man. Was it, did, did you kind of know what she was going to say in her speech before, beforehand since she, she was your date? Uh, no, I didn't, but I knew, I knew she was going to throw in some jokes and then, but yeah, it, it was a good speech. Did you go all serious on your speech or did you have a joke or two that you threw in to, to lighten up the room? I actually, I started off my speech with a joke and that joke was making fun of my middle name which is Janud <laughs> so I'm sorry I no, shouldn't be laughing yeah Janude. no it's fine how do you spell that Janud yeah G-E-N-O-O-D okay there's got to be a story behind it uh ah shoot my mom told me what it meant after I said it I didn't know okay I just googled it and it means forest and dutch so that's all i knew about it when oh I gave- i'm i'm dutch man i got the hersema that's a hersema name come <laughs> from the netherlands uh you know way back when so that's cool denude damien denude diaz triple d no Janude. let's see real hondo prep graduate i can't spell or or do any uh dgd okay so what did you say about your your middle name in the speech i kind of just said like yeah that's my real middle name you're not hearing things <laughs> oh because it was on the, the, the program yeah. or whatever uh very very cool you know what i i wish we could uh i was president one time too uh, i had some great classmates and people around me uh bill ritter coach devin drain who you know at rio uh, he was president when we were juniors um uh, good good people and and always fun i wish i wish we got to keep those gavels i thought those gavels were were pretty cool i think i don't know if they still have them in the academy or whatever but they had the former president names on them and stuff do they still do that uh, I think Mr. Ricks, our vice principal now, he like showed me the gavel and said like, we can get your name engraved on this or something. But that was it. Just a little talk about it. But I'm not sure if I'm going to get the gavel or not. No, no. Yeah, that'd be something uh, pretty cool. Pretty cool indeed. So uh, Damien, I got to ask you is that when you started at Rio um, freshman year, I mean, you've been in Cary Youth like a long time. You said uh, since second grade and everything. Did you ever think that you would be or could be the academy president someday was it something you wanted to do or is it something that you never really thought about and just happened and it was unexpected i mean yeah i started in rio in seventh grade and i always felt like you know the guys would always listen to whatever i said not that i like demanded them to do things for me but it's just i felt like my voice could be heard through them they listened so, and then this year when we got to 
this year, instead of voting for people in, you had to fill out an application. So I asked Mr. Ixta, I was like, it was the last day to turn him in. I was like, have any guys filled it out? And then he was like, nope. And I was like, well, I'm going to do this for the guys. So I filled <laughs> one out and then here I am. <laughs> Interesting. I hadn't, I hadn't heard that. That is a, that's cool, man. Uh, I think, um, you know, positions of leadership, they will prepare you for later on in life. Uh, you not only are the quarterback of the team, but you're the team captain. And then of course, as we just mentioned, the, the Academy president, do you feel a sense of uh, in those leadership positions, the sense of responsibility that, you know, you have to carry yourself uh, a right way, but also, um, you know, maybe, maybe be more vocal, lead people and, and just kind of motivate uh, other people. Talk to me about what it's like kind of uh, in a few different positions of leadership. I mean, yeah, definitely the first thing that a lot of, you know, the younger guys look at is your body language after maybe a bad play. You know, you don't want to let them see that you're like, you're feeling it. You want to be a good role model. And then, yeah, you want to be vocal, you know, pick guys up during maybe their bad plays, tell them get the next one. But yeah, you just want to, you definitely... When you're a leader on the team or in any situation, you want to play, act the role and not just have it. Yeah, you, you cannot, uh, you know, maybe say something to somebody that you would not do or that you are failing to do. You, you, to, with, it's not really a criticism. It's just, uh, you know, being constructive and really uh, helping each other really is what it is. Not, when you're helping someone else, you're, you're helping yourself as well. So, uh, you know, I think it speaks a lot to your character, Damien, to, to be in those uh, positions and to be the captain, the quarterback and, and the academy president. That is a no small feat indeed. So congrats on all of that. If you would, Damien, I talked to Coach Carson weekly. I've asked him about a few players. And, uh, you know, Gio talked about a few players. Uh, what do you make from a player perspective uh, about your coaches? You got a, a, a quite a crazy coaching staff there. Uh, who are some coaches that kind of stand out to you or maybe a little more crazy or uh, guys that motivate you? I mean, t talk about anyone on the coaching staff you'd like to. You, the mic is yours. Yeah, my, fa my favorite new coach that we have is probably Dave Drain. I coach with him on the Huskies and Care Youth League. So he's definitely on me whenever I make some errors, but he definitely hypes me up when I do something good. And then I like... AJ Corsini, he's our D-line coach. I just like how loud he is, how vocal he gets with the guys. And they they take it all and they they give give it their best. He definitely brings the best out of the D-line. And then Ed Drain is real, real chillax on the special teams, but he makes up makes up some good returns and then we get big yards. But nice. He's never the one to like yell at someone. He's always <laughs> relaxed. <laughs> Oh, wow. Uh, Mr. Mr. Cool. Too cool for school. Ed Drain. Love him. Have had him on the podcast a few times. Uh, let me ask you about uh, Randy Johnson, the offensive coordinator. What is, um, you know, that play caller and quarterback relationship? What is that like? Does he does he ask you at times maybe what you're seeing or kind of get your advice? What is kind of that interaction with the offensive coordinator, Coach Johnson, as a quarterback? After pass plays, he definitely asked me, like, where I was looking, making sure – making sure I was reading the first option first and then 
you know, if that isn't open, where my check down is. So we definitely go over that after every play. I've gotten I've gotten used to it. I've definitely learned a lot from him. So he's been neat. He doesn't need to help me as much now, but I'll, I'll definitely always take the pointers he gives me. Awesome, man. Well, he's a former great quarterback uh, himself, one of the best in school history. Um, without giving away any trade secrets, how how uh, complicated is it, this RHP offense? I mean, back in, in my day and, and some of my the other alumni, you know, it was like you say one or two words, you know, uh, hey, power 31 or hey, flanker fade or whatever. There wasn't all these formations and route combinations and, uh, you know, misdirection and backs. And I mean, how complicated is it? And is it something you, you pick up uh, rather quickly or is it really challenging for like younger guys? I mean, even in our middle school program, our coaches also were coached by Mr. Johnson or his dad. So we've really been running the same formation since seventh grade. But huh. Mr. Johnson just adds in a few little things. So we just have to learn those. But I, as a quarterback, I don't know if it's just me, but it's it's come pretty easy. You know, all the fakes are the same. But yeah. No, oh, that's cool, man. That's cool. You guys look sharp. Um, offensive look looks really good. Um, talk to me, if you will, about uh, your offensive line. I know that every quarterback uh, has great love and admiration for those guys up front because you touch the ball every play and you, you could be tackled every play if it's not for those guys. So uh, what do you have to say about your offensive line? I mean, they're great. They're big and they've been working hard this offseason. They've been in the weight room more than anyone else, maybe. But yeah, they definitely they definitely go out there and play on the other side of the line of scrimmage. Love it, man. Hey, you got to take care of those old linemen. You buy them any, uh, you know, buy those guys a Coke or maybe some French fries or something uh, here and there, or is that kind of still in the works? What's up? You ever hey. take take care of those uh, offensive linemen, buying them a soda or maybe some French fries or something, just giving them some love? I mean, I think that would be a good idea, man. I mean, I think I have offered meals or <laughs> offered meals to some of them, but yeah, I should start doing that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, take, make them happy. Cause anytime you, you get sacked or anything, they, they feel bad and I'm sure, and, and don't want that to happen. So yeah, take care of those old linemen. Got to love the, the big guys up front. They, they make uh, everything go around and man, they open up some huge holes for Gio and Ryan McCullough and, uh, and uh, D Jonathan Guerrero, I mean, even Calvin Johnson had some great carries this week. I mean, your offensive line, they look athletic. They, they, they execute, man. Uh, it's not to take away from your running backs, but your O-line really has opened up some gaping holes this season. Yeah, they definitely do. They do a good job of, you know, not taking on the whole defensive lineman, but just taking on half of them to make them go where you want them to. But yeah, they do a great job. And sometimes the running backs, they also get mad at themselves because they're like, oh, I missed that huge hole. But yeah, the O-line does a great job. Love it, man. Well, well hey, you have a, a unique uh, combination, I believe, uh, if, if I remember correctly. Your quarterback, as we mentioned, you play defensive back. But then you're also, is this true? You're the, you're the, uh, the PAT, the field goal kicking. You're the, the, you're the snapper. You're the center on the field goal unit. Is that correct? I was I was the snapper and I kind of blew blew some snaps in our third game. So then they look for another guy and we got one. But okay, okay. Well, you know it's it's different. It's crazy. It's real. You have these weird combinations. I remember I was like a I was a holder on extra points. Obviously, that makes for 
uh, quarterback to do that. But then I was also like for a short time and then someone better than me came in, but uh, was a long snapper on punts. I mean, you do re- reel these weird position combinations sometimes, you know? Yeah. So to be, it was probably best that your quarterback isn't the, the long snapper, uh, you know, uh, just for health reasons and everything. It's, it's pretty, uh, pretty crazy inside there. So someone else is doing it. You did a good job while you're doing it, but it's probably best to uh, maybe take that playoff, huh? Yeah. I'll just worry about my punting, I guess. <laughs> there you go. So you, so you do punt. Yeah. We haven't, you, you haven't we punted really much. much, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's nice to have your quarterback who is a punter uh, because there's some fakes in play, of course, but yeah, you guys, you, you haven't punted a whole lot, so you haven't done that a whole lot. Um, but uh, have you always kind of been a, been a, a punter or does that something that someone needed to do? And coach was like, Hey, why don't you do it? I mean, since I'm not, I'm not a great punter. I'm just leave it at that. But <laughs> I have been a punter on the team on the teams I've been on since seventh grade, just, I guess a long body, just get the ball far. So <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think Gio, Gio is a pretty good punter, but we're always scared he's going to pull something. So <laughs> we're like, we'd rather not, not have him kick it. I don't know if these stats have been um, updated, uh, Damien, but what I'm looking at, okay, let me see. Okay, this is only through four games. So uh, I don't think last night's game has been updated yet. But before the Linfield game, in, the, in four games, you were 11 of 14, uh, and 11 of those – or five of those 11 uh, completions have been touchdowns. So it's kind of crazy that you guys don't throw that often, but when you do, they're usually big plays or touchdowns. How do you feel about that? Is that kind of, kind of crazy? Or do you know every time you throw the ball that it could be a big play? I mean, definitely every time I get the ball to one of my guys, I feel like they could take it to the house. And I think only two of those throws have actually been into the end zone. So I think one, like two of them are maybe screen passes there. So you're right. That's a good point that you, yeah. if you lead a guy up a sideline, you know, get, get the ball to him and then let him do a, uh, do, do, do the yardage. But uh, you have had some good throws into the end zone. I mean, hitting your, uh, your tight end. I think it's uh, Calvin a few times. Uh, uh, just the, the, the team has just been, all around excellent in the running game, the passing game, special teams has been shady at times, but you guys also have some big moments there. Again, Gio with a punt return last night. I mean, uh, you guys really are a very well-balanced team and I know you're the quarterback, but do you like playing, playing defense? You get in there, cover some guys or, or like to tackle guys. I actually, I love defense. So every time I win the coin toss, you know, I'll say we defer because I just want to get out there and hit, you know, get those nerves out on defense instead of at quarterback when they need me at the beginning. (laughs) Oh man, that's awesome. My kind of guy, Damien, my kind of guy. Yeah. Defense was way more fun, fun to uh, put a hit on people. And uh, yeah, quarterback's great too, but nothing quite like, uh, like defense. So uh, Damien, you guys are five and oh, 44 to nine victory over uh, over, uh, excuse me, uh, Linfield Christian last night, another touchdown pass, uh, from you, um, man, you guys are rolling right along, uh, halfway through this season, five more games to go. Um, how do you feel about the rest of the way? You guys, uh, excited to finish this thing strong? Uh, yeah, definitely. I'm 
the game the whole team has been looking forward to is Campbell Hall. They've also they're also undefeated. They've had good close games. So yeah, that's not this week coming up, but the week after. That's the one. Yeah. That's the one we want. That's a big one, man. Well, definitely you got to take care of the Tigers from Bosco Tech first. Get through that. Hopefully a victory. Get healthy. Stay healthy. And then uh yeah, the, that league play, especially Campbell Hall. It's a big one. And some some tradition there with Campbell Hall. Rio's first ever CIF championship in 11, man, was against Campbell Hall. My brother was on that team. A 10 to 7 win uh, out at uh, out at uh, Birmingham High School back in 2005. So a little 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 history here. And uh, yeah, I'm, I know you guys are up for the challenge. Yeah, we definitely are. Well, uh, Damien, enjoy the rest of your Sunday. I, I appreciate you getting up early with me here to record uh, this podcast. Uh, Real Hondo Prep Football is in good hands with guys like you and that senior class, man. Keep up the good work, seriously. Uh, keep working hard. Don't take anything for granted. And, uh, man, I, I, I got to tell guys this, but enjoy every snap, every single one, because it, it goes quick, man, and when it's gone, it's gone. All right. Thank you, Matt. You got it, man. Talk to you soon. All right. I'll see you. Thank you very much, Damian Diaz, senior quarterback for Rio Hondo Prep. What an incredibly uh, classy individual. Uh, great young man. Great leadership indeed there from Rio Hondo uh, as the quarterback, a captain, academy president. Just a, a great guy. I've heard great things about. Just a pleasure chatting with him. So uh, keep up the good work. Rio Hondo Prep as they improve to 5-0, and taking on Bosco Tech next week. This Saturday, I should say, 10 a.m. game, early morning. Uh, Bosco Tech is in Rosemead. So for those maybe who aren't able to get out on Friday nights. Maybe this is a, a, an option, a way to get to a, a game here. I'm going to try to stop by on Saturday morning, at least for a little while anyway, but it uh, should be a lot of fun. Not quite the long road trip that Rio had to uh, partake in this uh, last week in, in Linfield down in Temecula, but a, a short distance, close, close game this weekend against the Bosco Tech Tigers. And then, uh, of course, league play starts. So uh, big things ahead for Rio. Can't wait to uh, jump on the podcast next week, talk about the game versus Bosco Tech and preview the Campbell Hall game the week after. So we'll have Mark Carson back on next week, and we'll try to be joined by another player as well. So uh, guys, for those listening, for those watching on YouTube, I, I strongly encourage you guys, please um, uh, jump on the email, the voicemail. You guys heard that today. Uh, send in your voice messages and we can play those on the air or your, your topics on through email. Let's make this thing fan interactive and, and ask some questions for, for coach Carson or for me, uh, alumni out there. If you want to talk about the past, that's cool too. We can pretty much do whatever we want with this thing. So um, more real Hondo prep football talk on Mondays is the plan. And then this Friday, we have a special guest that uh, we have a new guest every Friday or some recurring re repeat guests, but, another long form conversation with a guest this Friday that I will tell you guys about on Thursday when I post the uh, episode information pictures of the upcoming guests. That is a big reason to follow the get home safe podcast on social media so that you get the preview of who's coming on the show on Friday. So uh, for those of you who have not definitely check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, get home safe podcast is where you can find us and get home safe pod is where you can find us on Twitter. Um, again, our email address, get home, safe podcast at yahoo.com. And if you want to send in a voice message, just look in the episode notes, uh, in the description of the podcast, you should see a link there, but I will also post the link before, uh, real games on Fridays or Saturdays, whenever they play as a reminder, it's kind of encouragement for you guys 
to uh, send in your thoughts and topics and just chat some real Hondo prep football. The season's going by fast. We're halfway through it. Five more games to play and hopefully a few more after that. So uh, thanks for all the support, guys. Appreciate you guys uh, for listening, for tuning in, for uh, watching on YouTube, for your comments. It's just the likes. It's been it's been a blast. And I want to continue to do this here. Uh, the Real Hondo Prep Radio Network, if you will. Give the guys some uh, some love from alumni and also just uh, a, an opportunity to follow our alma mater, man. Uh, to follow a team that we can truly care about. I've got my Rams jersey on today. They're taking on the Bucks. Um, you know, it's probably not going to go well for my Rams, but hey, uh, I, I pull for them. I root for them, but there's nothing quite like rooting for your alma mater. And I know a lot of guys have enjoyed watching the games on Facebook Live, being able to see, see that. Uh, is is really special and talk football on this podcast. So uh, let's continue to do it, guys. It, it starts with you, and I want to in- include uh, as many people as I can here uh, from the alum, uh, the alumni and uh, administration and st- students as well. We're going to keep talking to players here in moving forward. So that's enough for me. Enjoy the rest of your week, guys. Probably not a Bill Barnes episode on Wednesday. I might throw something out, uh, just me or maybe another guest to talk some sports, or I might just do a Facebook Live. I'm not sure. Uh, haven't decided yet. Busy things ahead for me at work and such, but uh, we'll do what we can here on the Get Home Safe podcast. If I don't see you on Wednesday or on Facebook Live, I will see you Friday. You don't want to miss the episode. Another great guest. uh, I can promise you that. But guys, as always, no matter what you're doing, whether you're out on the town or around in third base, get home safe. (laughs) 